Operabi podcast, dedicated to points of view, challenges, experiences, and best practices for managing your enterprise data. Operabi is the data intelligence and automation platform that empowers organizations to truly control and leverage their data without complexity. Good day, everyone. Daryl Richardson here with Operabi. I am the Chief Platform Evangelist. Today, we are going to talk about classification policies that apply to pretty much any business out there today uh, in in an enterprise. Uh, Actually, not even just an enterprise. I mean, these policies can help every organization at any level at whatever data space they have. There are many general regulations for some organizations that need to adhere to. For instance, um, emergency uh, uh, departments or um, law enforcement agencies need to adhere to um, a regulation called CEGIS, which is the criminal justice um, history policy, basically. Um, Some agencies must adhere to ITAR, which is the International uh, Traffic and Arms Regulation. Uh, This policy detects content subject to export uh, control under the U.S. International Traffic and Arms Regulations. Other policies include things like the authentication policy, um, company confidential information, uh, ethics and code of conduct, IP address detection, and then there's the one that anyone in the in the organizations today can certainly use which is the ransomware detection policy there are certain policies like you said that would benefit every organization and as such operavi's data intelligence and automation platform um, allows you to enable these policies on day one so that you're starting to protect yourself against some of this types of, of data um, for instance you know if you look at the authentication policy for instance this This policy detects authentication type data that's including uh, stored or saved credentials or passwords. Um, And and this is a policy that should be enabled by default to ensure that credentials are not accessed or um, they're misused by people that are being malicious in nature. Um, And you certainly would not want authentication data to be part of any type of data breach because that could basically give you know, these uh, malicious actors out there, you know, the keys to your kingdom in some cases. So, you know, if we look at um, a couple of these other policies, let's take a look at CEGIS, which is your criminal history policy. So this policy detects the history summary, criminal history records, or uh, rap sheets for mostly prisons or criminal justice systems. Most of these state or local law enforcement or prison systems and emergency operations will need to adhere to a CEGIS policy. Um, Like I said, this policy does include rap sheets, which includes the criminal history of an individual. So as as far as this type of data, I mean, this data is as sensitive as PII is, right? You know, because, you know, criminal history is pretty you know, private. You know, I'm sure that people want to keep that data to themselves. And Operavi protects all organizations against this type of data or it will detect this type of data. You know, so, you know, if you're an organization that does hire um, previous, um, you know, individuals with criminal histories, you know, you want to make sure that they're 
their privacy is protected. I mean, you know, it, maybe it was a bad move or whatever, but, you know, I'm pretty sure that most of these people come out and they're reformed and they just want to go on with a normal life, but they don't need this hanging over their head. So, you know, to, to ensure that this data is protected, just like PII, it's pretty imperative to most organizations. Let's take a look at, uh, a look at the, uh, another one, like this, uh, the ransomware policy. You know, so that, this policy is pretty straightforward. The policy contains a list of about 6,000 different known ransomware extensions and will flag these file types with a policy tag of ransomware. Um, it should be noted that this policy can impact every organization where Operavi is installed. Uh, and, and it should be enabled with the other policies. This policy is also one of the main ones that gets updated very frequently. One of the benefits to to Operavi's data intelligence automation platform is the fact that the 100 and over 140 different classification policies are updated automatically because it's a SaaS-based application. You don't have to worry about having the most recent up-to-date policy because these policies will be updated and they will be pushed out you know when day one comes where that information needs to be adhered to very similar to like your PII policies or your CCPA or GDPR policies you know as changes get made these classification policies will be automatically updated which is not something other applications out in the field are doing today um, you really have to like install a service pack or it's a very manual process and a lot of these on-prem applications, I mean, you may be using a, a version of that application that's two or three versions back. So SaaS applications typically don't have this issue because they get automatically updated in the background. Um, let's take a look at the ethics and code of conduct policy. So this detects uh, terms which may be unethical or against corporate code of conduct policies. Um, a lot of internal compliance personnel will need to adhere to these types of policies so that they can take corrective actions on communications within the enterprise. You know, so this is actually another good one that, that uh, internal compliance teams should be aware of that's out there. And then one of the most important ones that I've seen is the uh, IP address policy. So this policy will detect both internet protocol data, IPv4 and IPv6 addresses. In these cases, IP addresses in the first type of the data will provide a gateway for hackers, right? You know, so we would we would look at IP addresses and make sure we've tagged those as such so that that data can also be locked down. Because traditionally with hackers or, um, you know, malicious actors out there trying to get at your data, you know, they're going to, first thing they're going to look for is like IP addresses and see if they can run sniffers or, or um, uh, tracing apps to go and, and see if they can breach that specific machine to get inside your network. So having an IP address policy is pretty important as well. Um, so if we look at what organizations need to adhere to these types of regulations, I got to tell you, these policies should be used by any customer that is, is storing and maintaining a data set. You know, your data within your organization is the lifeblood of your organization. So it must be protected just like your assets and, and money or um, any other, you know, tangible asset. I mean, this the data is the lifeblood. Um, outside of the Sieges policy, every customer would benefit from these other policies. So, I mean, doesn't matter what type of business you are. I mean, this is going to be a policy that you would definitely want to have enabled and just 
monitoring the, the internal applications. Um, a few of these policies could be considered mandatory, like the IP address or the ransomware. You know, ransomware is a huge problem because if you look at what ransomware traditionally does, there's a file that gets clicked on, which basically opens up and enables these scripting type applications that go through the file system and just either encrypt data or they'll change the file extension to something, um, you know, but when that happens, the, the cleaning, the, the cleanup aspect of the ransomware is really the biggest challenge because some of these ransomware applications go so deep into the folder structure that it's, it's almost an impossibility to find and locate all the different ransomware type extensions that might be remnants of something that you guys got rid of. You know, so the ability to scan through the entire file system and add this ransomware policy um, when it's enabled to detect any known file extension that could be a ransomware file that's lingering in the system. Will uh, The Operavi data intelligence and automation platform is going to be able to tell you where those files are, and it's going to do it better than any other application in the field today. Right. I mean, there are many applications out there that claim to have classification. They claim to be able to scan and collect metadata. These tools are not doing the job. And the reason why we built the Operavi Data Intelligence Automation Platform is because of that main reason. We are a complete metadata capture, which means we collect every field in the met of metadata within a file. So if you're doing forensics investigations, or if you're looking to mine the metadata, or looking at metadata management solutions, start with Operavi, because we're gonna be able to handle all of this data more effectively than any other application out there. So in closing, there are certain classification policies that should be a standard for every organization. These policies can help Operavi customers to identify sensitive data locations, allow decisions to be made on protecting the access to these data locations, and allow compliance teams to lock down certain data types like ransomware files. Ransomware files can exist deep into an organization's file structure, and some of these files are considered a time bomb type file and will open at a certain time or date. The detection of ransomware extensions is not a guarantee that we can stop ransomware. However, in most cases, there are in a, in a, when there's a ransomware attack, remnants of the attack can exist in the, in the system forever unless it's been detected. Understanding these different classification policies that exist within the platform can be your entryway into most organizations and ensure the protection of this type of data. With that said, I want to thank everybody for listening to another podcast here. Um, it's uh, something that we're very passionate here um, is to be the best tool in the market for metadata management and classification and content indexing. So with that, I want to thank you guys and everyone have a great day and I will talk to you on the next podcast. Thank you for listening to the Operavi podcast. For more information, see operavi.com or contact us directly via email at info at You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter for the latest news, tips, and insights on data intelligence and automation. We'll be back soon with more, so if you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review, or share with a friend or colleague. Thanks, and see you soon.